This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 17, How to Get a 7 in All Four Sections of the IELTS. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. In this episode, you'll learn what the examiner looks for to give you a seven in writing and speaking and how many answers you have to get correct in listening and reading to get a seven. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, here we are back for the IELTS again. Woohoo! Welcome, welcome to the world of IELTS, Lindsay. <laughs> the world of IELTS. I like it, I like it. I like it. You know, some of our listeners would, well, one of our listeners wrote in to us and sent us a great question. You know, she wanted to know exactly what, well, he or she wanted to know exactly what he or she needs to do in each section of the IELTS to get that awesome band score of seven, Ooh, which is question. what we all want to pursue our academic and career goals, right? Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's the magic number. Yeah. Yeah. For some so, reason, seven is, is the magic number. That's true. <laughs> seven's the magic number. So let's go through each section and let our listeners know exactly what they need to do, how they need to perform to get that band score of seven. Great. Should yeah. We do it? Yeah, totally. Let's do it. Let's start with the speaking section. <laughs> what do you think, Jessica? Yeah. So, um, well, the first thing you should do is listen to all of our podcasts about the speaking section. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing. Um, we, we have oh, yeah. gone into detail about, um, exactly what the examiner looks for, uh, in order to give oh, yeah. you that seven. So we'll, we'll just do a recap today. Um, there are four, um, there are four things the examiner has to grade you on. So the first thing is mm -hmm. fluency and coherence. In order to get a seven here, your, your answers have to be, um, organized and your ideas have to be connected. So you have to use a lot of linking words and you cannot have the pauses. You cannot stop talking and like, um, uh, and you cannot repeat mm -hmm. yourself a lot. So, Oh, organized answers, linking words, and don't stop okay. talking. Okay. So that's fluency and nice. coherence. Um, what's the next one? So vocabulary, um, you have to have a few slang, a few idiom words or phrases in there. You have to. There's no way around it. You have to right, throw right. in some slang and idiom stuff that 
that native speakers use and that you do not learn in textbooks, basically. Right. And and kind of this descriptive language, right? We've talked a lot about vocabulary range. Yeah. Is this vocabulary range exactly. here? Yeah. Right? We've talked about it in other episodes. So definitely go back and look at other episodes. Yeah. We have a whole show just about about that vocabulary part, I believe. Um, a whole episode. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a whole, yeah, episode. <laughs> so, yeah. So just make sure that... Um, that you're you're describing things a lot, you know, adjectives, adverbs, interesting vocabulary. Um, so the next grammar, okay, um, just to just to be straight with you guys, there's it's really hard to get a seven in grammar. Okay, the only way you could get a seven mm-hmm. in grammar is if most of your sentences do not have mistakes. So, mm-hmm. um, it, I think you should you should uh look at yourself and say, is that possible for me. And if not, that's okay because it's your score is an average. So if you get a yeah. seven in the rest of the band scores and a six in grammar, then you, you get a seven. So yeah, I think it's a really good idea to think about where your strengths might be. And yeah. if they're not in grammar, then kind of beef up on the, those other exactly. areas, right? Yeah. 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 Um, that's really smart. So the last thing that the examiner grades you on is the easiest one to get a seven. Okay. Pronunciation. You guys can do this. You just have to <laughs> show some personality. You have to have some intonation and, and be the, the drama king and drama queen like we've <laughs> talked about before. And that's how you get a seven. Like easy peasy. I like it. Show that you're alive. And I also want to let our listeners know that if they want to get this written out on our cheat sheet, we have more examples, mm. right? Based on what we've talked about, yeah. about this speaking section, what the examiner wants. Go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation and you can get all of what Jessica just said mm-hmm. in addition to some examples uh, written out. And a lot so go more to allearsenglish.com a lot more detail. So go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation right now to get that. Cool. Yeah. You want to get a band seven on the IELTS exam, but in order to do that, you need to do well on the hardest section of the exam, and that is the speaking section. To find out what the examiner is going to grade you on, go right now to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation. That's allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N and get your free downloadable cheat sheet to find out what the examiner wants. So Jessica, let's move on. What about the writing section, for example? What do we need to do on the writing section? Yeah, so... um, Task one and task two are slightly different. Um, task one for the first thing the examiner grades you on is task achievement. And for task mm-hmm. one, this means you have to include all the important numbers. Okay. The highest, the lowest, the biggest, the smallest. And you have to have an overall trend. This is the summary sentence. So overall numbers increase in this period or overall, um, Britain has the highest numbers. Okay. Just that one sentence. So just to, just to clarify. So task one is that where we're interpreting a graph. We're looking at change over time. Exactly. Change over time or static or a flow chart. Yeah. Um, so 
that's task achievement. Just did you answer the question? So it's kind of the same in task two. Task response. Did you answer the question? You have to talk about everything in the question, the advantages, the disadvantages. So just, just fall, just look at that question very carefully and make sure you talk about all of it. So have a whole paragraph about advantages, a whole paragraph about disadvantages, and the conclusion is all about your opinion. Okay. Like that's, it's just an okay. example, but yeah. So. And then, of course, it also has to be organized. So the second thing is cohesion and coherence. And, you know, same as task one, organize, use lots of linking words. Um, mm. But in task two, it's really important to have clear paragraphs and your body paragraphs have to have like an obvious main idea. Right. We've talked in other episodes about putting mm. the thesis statement at the end of the introduction. Mm-hmm. Is that yep, right? Yep. And the examiner looks mm. for that. Also looks for that mm-hmm. topic sentence at the beginning of the body paragraph. So, um, oh, it is, yeah. it is, you know, like, like math. There's an equation that you have to follow in order to, mm-hmm. to hit that organized seven that the examiner's looking for. Yeah. So when it comes to writing, we're not taking what we've learned in our home culture and just translating it into English. Right. So it's a different writing style, right? We've learned a lot about this in the past few weeks, mm-hmm. learning how we like to write here, you know, in, in Western countries and English speaking countries is quite different from other parts of the world. Yep. And as much as IELTS is a global English test, you know, that's what they, that's mm-hmm. what they say. Um, unfortunately, you do have to follow these Western standards for organizing your ideas in writing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, very cool. How about the reading oh, section? Oh, wait, but we're, we're not done with writing. Oh, there- no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, there's more. Um, so the, so the last two things for writing, the vocabulary and the grammar, um, these are very similar to, to the speaking. So, okay. So the grammar, like I said, really hard to get a seven. Maybe don't focus on that, but you, mm. <laughs> you, you know, have to have a variety of sentence structures, not a lot of mistakes. Mm. Um, but the vocabulary. Now, this is where you can get a seven. You you have to to memorize some academic phrases and definitely academic linking words to introduce and connect your ideas. So, um, mm. words Ooh. like um, "many people are of the opinion that." Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. We'll have to do another episode yeah. on those ap- academic phrases. Yeah. We haven't done that yet, but that'll be coming soon, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, y- there's, yeah, that's a whole nother episode to, to talk about the vocabulary yeah. you need, but you do need special vocabulary for the writing for sure. Okay. Good. Great. Anything else for the writing part? Uh, nope. That's it. So that's the writing and okay. the speaking. And then, um, so for the reading and the listening, I'm actually going to go by the standards that the, the Cambridge practice books set out because you know that IELTS is a test designed by Cambridge and IDP. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the, okay. In the Cambridge books, they give you a, a number range. And it doesn't tell you what band score you could get, but it does say that for reading, if you have at least 27 correct answers out of 40, then you're likely to get an acceptable score, they say, but it's, I would say that's a seven or, or above. Um, okay. So 27 out of 40. Is yeah. That what you said? Yeah. So it should put okay. you in that seven range. Um, but mm. so 
IELTS, it's a complicated thing. If, if IELTS looks at a test for a certain Saturday and they see that a large number of candidates did really, really poorly, <laughs> then they realize <laughs> that the reading test was too hard that week and they will adjust the score. So that's why I can't give you an exact number. Like as long as you get 30 correct, you get a seven. That's, that's not exactly true because oh. they adjust it. Oh, so they kind of grade on a curve, yeah, as you say. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's good to know, right? Because there are some tests that are harder than others. It's really difficult to, to make really the level the exact same every week. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's yeah. reassuring that they do take a look at that and they're reasonable yeah. in how they <laughs> yeah, grade. Exactly. And I think it is, it is heartening <laughs> for the test taker. Um, so for the listening, yeah. same thing. It just gives you a range and it says if you have at least 26 out of 40, you're likely to get an acceptable, acceptable, acceptable score. <laughs> so I'd say, you know, okay. aim for, aim for like 20, 26, 27 out of, out of the 40. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. And this really gives our listeners uh, kind of the scope, the map of what they need to do. But don't get too hung up, guys, yeah. in you know, how many you're getting right now. You know what you need to do. You can use this to prepare, but don't get paralyzed yeah. with getting certain things correct. Just focus on good quality preparation right. and you'll be ready to, to move to that setting. Yeah, that's the danger. So um, it is good, of course, to have these guidelines, but exactly. Don't don't get too hung up on them. And it's it's anything related to these these numbers and scores and timing. This is stuff that really only matters on test day. And you should really only focus on hitting these numbers or hitting these times in maybe the week or two before the test. But before that, Mm. you're just focusing on having stronger English and stronger skills. So yeah. Okay. Good point. Yeah, it's more of an immersion preparation yeah. type deal, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay, great. So it's really good to know the scope and and the details of what we actually need for each section, though. Thank you for this, Jessica. This has yeah, been helpful. Yeah, my pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Take Thanks. care. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.